all. Welcome to Beautifully Healthy. I'm Dr. Allison Key, and as usual, I'm joined by Erica Smith, PA extraordinaire. Hello. And today we have one of my favorite people in the world. <laughs> I'd say you're my friend. You're also my family. We go way back, further back than we, any stories we should ever tell here. That's right. <laughs> but sure Amy, Amy Pointer is here with us today, so we're glad to have you. I'm glad to be here. I thank you for asking me. I knew when I asked you, you'd say yes. You're of just course. a yes kind of woman. I was walking out in my garden when you called me that day. I was like, oh, it's Allison. <laughs> sure, I'll be important. <laughs> She never calls. <laughs> That's right. So I will That's text true. you. That's true. If, if she's I calling, call you, she wants to like, talk to you. Yeah, it's <laughs> something. Or something good about to go there. <laughs> it's either really good or it's really bad, but that's the only reason I'm calling. Um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I want you to talk to us about FCA. I love what FCA does. I love what y'all are doing. I'm ex- I get excited, and I get excited when you talk about it because you're excited about it. I am. I love it. I love it. I'll tell you what FCA is. Um, I assume everywhere I go, everybody just knows because it's, uh, it's the oldest sports ministry around, uh, at least in our country. And so the FCA simply stands for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And we use the platform of sports to share the gospel and build the kingdom. And so uh, that's what I get to do every day, which is amazing. And we normally work through high school athletics or middle school athletics. Currently, our area, West Metro area of FCA, serves Douglas, Carroll, Harrelson, and Heard counties. Um, But my portion of the ministry is expanding into the community travel world of all sports. And so I actually just got sort of a promotion or title change. I'm now the director of the community sports for all of West Metro area, which is a big deal. Um, In our country, we have 50 million kids playing some type of travel or community sports and only 8 million roughly in the high school world. So that is crazy. crazy. And so this latest, you know, us having to shut down and, and the high school world, uh, you know, kind of afraid to go back to playing, um, has been worrisome for, you know, like the, let's say in Georgia, we have the GHSA, which is the governing body for high school athletics, but the travel world has not slowed down. It has, as soon as the states opened up their recreational facilities and we could have tournaments, we've been going full throttle. I've, I coach still a travel softball team, an elite team out of Atlanta, and we've played for the last three weekends. And we just finished a national tournament in Atlanta and so, which was really cool, but it it's not slowed down at all. Well, pause right there. I want you to go back. Like you were a teacher and coach for years. Yes, I coach was. softball at Bremen High School for sure years. Did. Sure did. How'd you make the leap from like you know most people who teach they teach till they retire and then they might do something else yeah. and you're just kind of like. Uh, you know, we're in this we're in this club over here too of people who just say one day I'm going to quit my perfectly good, yeah. safe <laughs> job with a steady paycheck and uh, go to something they else. Something so, crazy. Uh, well, I, I firmly believe that so much of our purpose in life is outside of our comfort zone, and so God blesses that type of bold movement. And so, I was a teacher and coach for years and years. I taught Jacqueline or coached Jacqueline yes. from the time she was like 11, and that's someone Eric is related to. But um, I did coach and teach. It's the only thing I ever saw myself doing for years and so very very comfortable and God started to make me started to make me very uncomfortable and um, so uh, the last four years that I was the head coach at Bremen he just really started changing my trajectory Um, I I know that you love this but I need you to go over here and I was absolutely terrified because I'm not like I mean I've always been a believer but you know not really on fire 
until those last few years when I really started to see more purpose in my platform as a coach and I felt almost suffocated in that role. I love what I did. I love teaching. I love coaching, but I felt very suffocated, like I couldn't move. Uh, and I just felt like I had to get, God said, I, I need you to get outside this box. And so, uh, the, you know, it was a terrifying move because I had two degrees and a lot of many years teaching. So very comfortable paycheck. <laughs> and uh, in, the, in the world of ministry, you're your own, you're your own missionary. So you have to raise support. And I, I can, God confirmed multiple times, crazy ways, that's what I was supposed to do. So I had to really get past the fear and that comfort of having a very good steady paycheck to not having a paycheck at all and raising support. And so God has been very faithful and has blown my doors, man, on, on just what he can do with some bold faith. And so I left teaching and coaching and went into ministry. It took me, I still have not, I don't know that I'll ever be quote unquote fully funded. I don't know that you ever can get there in the world of ministry because you're always seeking donors and you know, you're always having to do that. Uh, but that's, that's what kind of keeps your heart in check. You know, it's certainly not a money driven <laughs> yeah. field at all, but it's a servant field. And so, um, it is, that's part of it, but it's such a man, I've never been happier and more free in my life. And so uh, it's been crazy. That's hard to explain. I think you just know uh, God's taking care of you, and He has wonderfully. Yeah, yeah wonderfully. I mean, we know for sure. We're shouting amen, amen. over here, yeah, sister. Amen. We're in your corner. I mean, we we know exactly what that means. Yep. Um, but back to like FCA and the travel ball world. You and I have had a lot of conversations about this. Like I've said over and over, I think the devil's greatest scheme right now, prior to all this COVID business was keeping families busy yes. and not busy with bad stuff just busy so you know playing baseball playing softball travel sports that's not a bad thing you know a lot of times it's mom dad brothers and sisters and everybody's at the ball field and it's a great community and it's you know you're you're playing a team sport you're learning a lot you're having fun you're being active like all those things on paper are good but right. guess where you're not you're not at church right you know it's taking families away from church and that's one of the devil's greatest schemes is not bad stuff necessarily just busy you know and distracted and so that's where fca comes and stands in the gap now and i'm like yes this is what this is you know church is not a building right well that's uh something cool about fca is is we we've had to kind of get out get outside of the box too as a ministry because we have been such a high school public school entity as a ministry but when i came in i have such a, a i've had a you know long background in community sports or travel softball i know the need because i've been in it and it did it's it's bothered me for years that we were not in church on sunday we were in california or you know colorado or texas or somewhere playing these big old tournaments but the platform for ministry is still there and so what i love about fca is we go to and through the coach and so coaches are the greatest asset in, in kingdom building in the sports world. If you're a believer and you're a coach, then you have the opportunity to really impact the lives of those that you coach. And in travel ball, you're with kids longer in that year or that season than you are in a high school season. And you know, a high school coach is gonna see kids, same kids every single day. Travel world, you're, you're traveling all over the country with families. And so you become very close. And what I had to realize is, is I can use this opportunity. I don't have to be a church to experience God, but these families that are not churched, I can bring God to them. And so we would have uh, what we do, you know, when we play on weekends, that would include Sunday plays. We have chapel and uh, we, we, I set my little tent up and 
and bring a devotion and, and all of our families are there and it's so much bigger than softball in that moment. And it just brings a total different dynamic to the travel world, which is completely unregulated, by the way. There is no one saying, you can't do this. Like As I was going to say, there's world. a lot more freedom in there's that world, too, freedom. because when you're a high school coach, you can't require your kids mm -hmm. to kneel and pray. You can't require your kids to go to a devotion. Nope. You, can't, you can't require that kind of stuff. But when you're a travel ball coach, hey, y'all, y'all going to be at the field at 8 o'clock in the morning for yes. chapel, okay? We'll see you there if you want to play. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, this was cool. This season's been fun because I don't, have, I don't have a kid on the team, so I'm not coaching my own child. And so, you know, that's freedom in itself. But um, <laughs> I gave all of my girls a Bible, and for some of them, it was the first Bible they'd ever been given, and taught them how to use it. And so part of our practice was how to use the Word, man, you know, and, and uh, giving them highlighters and, and preaching on verses and just speaking into them um, as much as I could. But the, I love that chapel on Sunday where my families are gathered around and other teams come and other people come and stand around, you know, and it's just such a, an unbelievable opportunity to a world that's unreached. And it's a mission field for me. To me, it's an entirely new mission field right here in our country. And it is on every, just about every ballpark from starting in March all the way through November. You've got travel baseball and softball everywhere all over this nation. Mm -hmm. And so it's an unbelievable opportunity for ministry. And so that's kind of where God has inserted me. And I know that all the years I spent doing it, you know, those connections throughout that time have allowed me the platform I have now. So it's just been unbelievable. My mind's been blown so much this last two years. I, I can't even, this podcast ain't long enough to talk about it all. <laughs> it's, it's crazy though when you're standing on the other side of that gap, when yep. you say, okay, I'm going to take this leap of faith. Everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy, but mm -hmm. I'm going to do this. You know, my family said they got, they support me. I'm going to do it. You jump, you get on the other side, and then you look back and you think, my whole life was building up that's to this. That's exactly right. Everything that's happened in my life was orchestrated and woven together because I'm where I'm supposed to be now. It was leading up to this. And you had to go through all this. You had to do all yep. these other things to get ready for it. But it's, it's an incredible feeling. And then, like you said, you just feel free. You're yeah. like... I ain't worried God, about it. This, this is going to be good. Yeah, God wastes nothing. And even uh, the hardest years I had as a coach and as a teacher, you know, I learned things that I could not have learned otherwise, uh, uh, you know, without walking through that season of my life to prepare me for this one and things that made me more bold, you know, and uh, we're kind of cut from the same fabric, I think, and in our, in our vision and our, I guess, we are a little outside the box thinkers at times. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's cool to also have people like you in my life and, and other people that, that have taken those steps because that's encouraging. You know, you don't feel so alone. You can see other believers stepping outside and God using them in, in wonderful, powerful ways. And so to me, that just, that's kingdom building. That, that, that's what we're here for. And to me, FCA is a big part of that, but it's um, it's an avenue to do ministry, and so he, God, just man, he just blows my mind. Such a vulnerable age, too. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Being an athlete my entire life, playing every Sunday. I mean, you're not in church, and so you're not getting that message mm -hmm. in that age group. I feel like it kind of determining your path for the rest of your life. You're right. So, I mean, I think that's amazing. I think uh, too. You know, we and I'm. Please don't hear me the wrong way. We have a lot of prison ministry uh, mm -hmm. in our area, and I love that. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm connected to people who do that. But to me, it's it's a whole lot easier to build people when they're younger than to try to fix them when they're older. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. My, we've got family that I can <laughs> attest to that. <laughs> yeah. But you know, to me, it's just such an important opportunity. But what I love too is you're seeing families come together. 
you know, and, and sit together and learn God's word together and, and at a ball field. Mm -hmm. they, they wouldn't be doing that anywhere else. They wouldn't do that otherwise. But mm -hmm. in that moment, they are. And you can start to see transformations in those lives. And uh, fathers ask questions they've never asked. You know, and it, man, it, that, that is like almost overwhelming at times for me because I'm preparing for a game later in the day and a dad comes up and asks me this life profound profoundly important life question about Jesus that you got to be ready for you know <laughs> way bigger than your lineup at that moment who's going to pitch in that last game some stuff like that so it's just it's just mind-blowing it's amazing it's absolutely amazing there's not enough adjectives to describe it so yeah. I just feel sometimes completely inadequate to speak no I don't it's, know what it's to just say. A, an incredible opportunity and an incredible mission field and it's just a wide open and, and those kids are so impressionable and we mm -hmm. take that stuff for granted we none of us had to deal with social media was, when we were at that mm -hmm. young impressionable age you know i was basically in a i was an adult when i started dealing with social media i was mentally emotionally spiritually equipped to deal with it they're not they're, no, not. they're not and we're throwing them in this into the, throwing them to the wolves and they're not equipped for it. they're not spiritually equipped for it and nope. so this is just such a huge important area where you can reach how many million kids 50 million roughly 50 That's, million and i think kids. that number will grow because uh this pandemic is going to shift the way we approach the sports world especially in the high school arena because of the you know cutting of funds and uh you're going to see kids just leave that world and play travel sports, mm -hmm. which is where recruiting happens anyway right. if you're a college-bound athlete. And so that's that's changing the game already. It may become more regionalized because people's inability to travel, but there's still gonna be the opportunity to play. And so what I think too, uh, you and I have had this conversation about hopefully the reemergence of local community sports. We've almost seen the eradication of rec ball. You know, yeah. what we knew mm -hmm. as rec ball, it's almost gone. And so if, if a positive comes out of this pandemic as far as sports goes, I believe people will be forced to stay more regionally in their areas and uh, start to build some more community involvement, you know, through recreational sports if we do it the right way. And um, I believe that's kind of where God is leading us a little bit with um, since we opened the 913 and, and a man alive, that's that that ministry. Yeah, tell us about that. Crazy. Tell us about 913. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, for lack of better terms, last April, I was drying my hair, not this past one, but last year. <laughs> I was drying my hair one morning. I was about to go watch my daughter play a college ball game. She was playing at GMC. And um, God just gave me a vision. I mean, that's kind of how he speaks to me is not I don't I'm not prepared for this moment. It's like, bam. I need you to do this. And I'm like, what? How, how, where, 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 where am I going to do this? And so long story short, we opened up a um, community sports center, an FCA community sports center. And we called it the 913. It's at 913 Pacific Avenue. And um, so we started training teams out of that, out of that facility. And so I've got two big batting cages in there, uh, turf hole one side. Our FCA staff meets there. That's become our office. And so on the uh, turf side with the cages, we do team ministry. And so teams come in there and they work like I run a practice. I don't have to do that, but they can practice on their own. And then we have discipleship training. And so we give the kids Bibles. We give them every week where we're pouring into them some type of biblical principles that really enhance teamwork and what their role is as not only a teammate, but a believer and, and just try to really you know, disciple them. And we've got kids in there as young as eight, and we've got kids as old as 16. And so right before the pandemic hit and everybody shut down, we had seven teams working out of there every single week. That's, awesome. that's a lot of ministry. That's a yeah. tremendous amount of ministry. So 
our normal quote unquote amount of teams we're supposed to work with effectively in FCA is two to three <laughs> because I mean you know you can yeah. you can get spread too thin and not be effective but we had seven and so our whole staff was kind of tag teaming that and I mean this is baseball softball it didn't matter boys girls uh, but the coaches are my favorite to pour into especially in the travel world because I know that they're going to be with those kids you know on the Sundays when they're not at church and, and they can make families. a difference when you guys aren't yeah. there yeah. you know what's cool too at a travel tournament you're going to have at least three generations of a family there the kid playing the parents and usually the grandparents and so you're affecting or you're pouring into three generations of people and uh, man the statistics when you know like uh, fathers are saved, um, you know, the, the family becoming a, a believing, founded, stable family are just through the roof when you see that statistic in, in our country. It's amazing. So we've, we're really big on that, and I know that I could go on and on. <laughs> I know, and you have this dream and this vision yeah. for, for an expansion of travel yes. sports here regionally that you and I have had a long conversation about. And I get all glory bump about it when, it, when we start talking about it, because I believe it's going to happen. I believe it's I do too. It's, it's going to come. But it's happening um, now. It's already happening. It's awesome. And uh, it's cool. I, I, we've got to get some. We've got so many recreational fields sitting around not being used. Yep. And uh, man, we've got space. We've got the place. And this is crazy. And uh, last end of November, all the way through March, I did a huge study on the prayer of Jabez. Just. God enlarge my ter territory, you know, bless me, enlarge my territory, keep your hand upon me. And and I had no idea what that looked like, but I felt like I just had, I could not get out of it. I mean, it's layered and layered and layered and God just kept speaking and speaking and, and just really churning in me, much like he did before I left teaching and coaching and went to FCA. And so it's like a holy anticipation, uh, terror, <laughs> excitement, all of that rolled into one. And then the pandemic hit. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You know, what is this? What What are you doing? You know, and um, I like how you call God dude sometimes. Yeah, hey, that's, why I'm, that's how he tells me, that's how we talk. And so, you know, and, and so we saw a shift in our ministry, which we were not anticipating. And it has been phenomenal. The whole Zoom stuff, which I'm about yeah. zoomed out. But God changed our presence in the lives of kids and coaches. We normally meet with them physically and we couldn't meet with them. So we started growing these Bible studies and our territory enlarged in a totally different capacity with something that's always been there. We just never utilized because we didn't think we needed to. And it just grew like crazy. Um, that was the first expansion in the territory that just didn't see coming. And then the second, when we opened up back up in the 913, double the number of kids. Uh, what I thought would happen whenever we started doing ministry out of the 913, I thought that we would have teams come in and from that, I would gain some relationships through instruction. I do like hitting lessons on the side with some kids and that's really kind of my secret weapon to just be able to do ministry in the lives of these kids and disciple them one-on-one. -on -one. And I have instructors there too, so they're all like my character coaches. That was a little sideways way to do ministry, <laughs> but hey, it works. And so we've got kids coming in like sneaky ministry yeah, over there. The numbers started doubling. And so I have these wonderful instructors and we're pouring into crazy amounts of kids coming into this place. And also uh, we're allowed to do that with their family, you know, and, and my goodness, it has gone crazy. And so from that, we were getting teams. I thought it'd be the other way around. I thought we would get teams and as a result have kids come in there and work. That's not how it worked. God started bringing teams because of the kids come in. 
And now it's to the point, hey, coach, will you come and speak to my kids? Hey, coach, we're having practice tonight. Come and speak to my kids. I find myself going to more travel practices and, and doing devos and working with those teams and coaches. It's hot up there out on fields right now, so they can do that. You know, they don't have to come into the facility. And so it, it's just territorial expansion in every direction almost where I'm like, okay, Lord, I need to breathe. <laughs> Give me a little bit of insight as to what you're doing here because I'm in 40 different directions and I don't want to do the wrong thing, And but it's ministry, you know, yeah. and, and uh, my goodness, it sure is. It's just bigger. It's bigger yeah. than anything I ever thought it would be. Um, I keep saying this about COVID, um, about the coronavirus. People are, you know, you can, you find all different kinds of opinions. You find all different kinds of, uh, you know, we can talk about that all day, but uh I keep saying this is what people are missing is God has given us an opportunity oh, right yeah. here. He has given us an opportunity. If people, if you will get your head out of wherever you got it stuck right now mm -hmm. and pray for God to open your eyes, mm -hmm. there are opportunities here we've never had before. Or maybe they were here. We just weren't seeing them. We yeah. weren't, we weren't making the most of them. I mean, there, there's opportunity uh, to love your neighbor and to, to grow God's kingdom like never before if, if we'll start focusing on the right places right i think right our ways. especially now we do have a lot of division but the opportunity to, to be the church uh to to show mercy and grace and the things that jesus is is yeah uh to to be him for a world that desperately needs him and you know and so i think right now uh the unbelieving world is watching us as believers so intently to see how we respond and we have to be cautious you know because it is really easy to get stuck in what you really feel strongly about um and a lot of that is you know fleshy stuff you know yeah. like what what i feel like in my flesh versus what the word says i should be is is conflicting and you know you have to take thoughts captive you have to work really hard to to be a light because there's a lot of darkness around mm -hmm. but you're right there's so many opportunities to show love and and to just be the church every single day wherever we are and we got to grasp that you know and you're right COVID has opened up uh those opportunities slowed us down, totally threw us off track. And you have to reprioritize and keep the number one thing, the number one thing. Yeah. And sometimes you need a good whack upside the head sure to, uh, <laughs> to hey. remember to do that. Yeah. And I, I need that, you know, if, if I didn't, if I didn't spend some time with Jesus every day, you know, uh, that morning time for me, like nobody's up. I don't want them to be, I need my long time and my coffee and I am good to go. So, yeah, we, we have opportunity all around. We just got to jump. You know, there's a quote from the movie Tombstone. Uh, he, he says, sometimes you got to give a rap on the beak to get some respect around here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I sort of feel like that's what God's done to us. You know, sometimes I got to give you a little rap on the beak to get get uh, some respect around here. So mm -hmm. it's just a matter of perspective, opening your eyes and doing the right thing. How can people help support FCA, get involved, what do you need? How can we do it? We love to talk about the ministry. We love to give the ministry away. I think that's the greatest thing you can do. Like this is an opportunity to share what we do. Um, we need character coaches. Uh, we, we are desperately in, in search of people who we cannot serve. We've got 39 schools in our area. That's just in our area. And I, that does not include a single travel ball team. That is just high school and middle school sports. We have four people who are full-time on staff. <laughs> and we hard have, for four people, to, for cover four people to cover all that you know we're talking about male and female sports and so what we've done is we've started to build a character coach uh, kind of pool of people who we plug into one team 
and they serve that team and they serve that coach and so you know we, we're always uh, looking for people we try to talk you out of it because it is a great big commitment when you get connected to people's lives you're there you know you're not just there every now you're there and so we love to find people who want to do something who want to give back there's a lot of athletes you know running around out there that don't know how they can give back to the sport and we're an avenue for that so that's one big way that we we love to bring people into the ministry of course there's always financial donors um, people who give to the ministry that allow us to do the ministry and uh, that's always my worst part I'm terrible I, that was I, God knew Amy you're terrible at this and so <laughs> he has been very good at providing um, in places where I'm just like I, I, I can't you know get tongue tied when you start saying would you like to support my ministry that's just hard so um, financial giving is always definitely a need but um, and there's ways to do that online monthly but um, just sharing the ministry too we put a lot of stuff on social media we have learned that that is the way to show what we're doing and so uh, we love to show what God's doing and through us so it's it's been amazing to even see that blow up on social media something cool we did uh, we've had kids uh, every week almost share the gospel in some capacity they're leaders in our schools we have leadership teams in every campus and so throughout this pandemic kids have just poured into other kids and man it has been beautiful to watch just them love each other and and show the grace of god through social media i mean when a 15 and 16 year old is talking about the love of christ and the power of forgiveness on social media that's a big deal yeah. you know yeah so you're doing something mm -hmm. what website can people go to to donate or learn more or read up or we have westmetrofca.org i believe and i am terrible at that website stuff so on that site you can see what we're doing what we have in our you know what's coming uh, any big events we're doing we're having to rethink a lot of things because of the pandemic and how do we proceed you know manage well with all of our source resources um, all of our staff uh, all the links to our ministries are there if you wanted to give to a specific ministry you can um, i have a link to the 913 um, i'm in charge of the 913 so anything you wanted to give to us that community sports center that that would go to my my org and org is just a weird word for our own accounts as missionaries so that's how you do it you can give to west metro as a as a whole uh, which helps us too so either way p.o box 812 bremen georgia if people want to send a check that's how that works awesome i'm terrible at that stuff i'm telling you it's not my gift it's not my gift I can yeah but you've got a lot of good gifts that that are that other people are reaping the benefits of having that eternal eternal hope so it's awesome well, thank you thank you for coming on today you're so welcome for was, having me. it was fun i'm excited to see where this all goes me too. and um and if anybody uh wants to learn more or have them come speak to your group or whatever we can we can hook y'all up yeah we love so. to talk about it love it love it love it awesome well thanks amy thanks you're very welcome thank until you until next time y'all stay healthy bye, bye.